there's a tendency to always hang out with people that make you comfortable. And usually people that make you comfortable, they're kind of at the same level in life as you. Because when you're around people that have lived life at a higher level, it's uncomfortable because you're not like them yet. And they'll do things, they have different habits, different ways of thinking, all that stuff that you don't have yet. And it can be quite uncomfortable. But man, getting around people that live life at a higher level, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. And if you're saying to yourself, Ben, it's COVID right now. Like we can't even spend time with many people right now. I get it. I totally get it. So here's ways you can elevate your associations. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to The Pursuit. Thanks for tuning in again. So excited to have you with us here today. Today, I'm going to be talking about a concept of building your identity, raising your identity. But first things first, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to all of our listeners, all of our viewers for all the comments on all the different platforms. I really do. Like I've said before, I read every single one. I want to share one with you just because these mean a lot to me, by the way. Uh, But I want to share one coming in from the States. Just came in the other day from Zizi Balobo. Thank you, Zizi. And the, the tagline is inspiring and useful. Ben brings the fire with interesting guests and actionable points that I can use. Personal and business leadership I rely on from each podcast. Thank you so much, Zizi. I appreciate you sharing. And again, for all of you listening, thank you. If you don't mind, leave a comment, even a few words. It makes a difference. It allows us to get this podcast to more people. And hopefully we can build this into one of the top podcasts in the world in the personal development space. So today I want to talk to you about building your identity. So what is your identity? Your identity really simply is it's the way that you see yourself. And it's not necessarily the way that you are, but it's the way that you see yourself. Tony Robbins says the most powerful force in the world is to be congruent with your identity, the way that you see yourself, to act in accordance with who you think you are. And when we talk about identity, we're not talking about necessarily who you'd like to be. We're talking about an unconscious program of who that you really think you are. In psychology, they call it a self-concept. It's also known as your self-image. Certainly, Bob Proctor has had a great term, your paradigm will be another term for it, but they really are. They're all the same term. At the end of the day, it's your identity. It's the belief of who that you think you are, not necessarily who you really are, but who that you think you are. And your identity is the governing force on your behavior. It's very hard to act not in alignment with your identity for a consistent period of time. You could do it for a short period of time. So in other words, you might say, okay, I'm going to change. I'm going to start working out. Maybe you've done this. You're not working out and then you start working out. And you start working out and you're pretty good. You're using your willpower. You're there for a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever. But then often if you've experienced this or a diet would be another example where all of a sudden you do it for a little bit, but then you start to fall off and you fall back to your old ways. And before you know it, maybe you lost a bit of weight, but then you put the weight back on. This is often why diets very rarely work because they don't address your identity. It's something that you're doing external only. And certainly some workout plans, uh, personal development plans, business plans, those of us that are entrepreneurs in business, I can't tell you how many business plans I've made and, and they were all really good plans. It wasn't really the plan. It was the lack of execution for an extended period of time. So why do we do things the way that we do them? Why do we sabotage ourselves? Why do we feel like we're making some progress and then go back? Well, the reason why we do is because of your internal identity, who you believe that you are. Your identity is a lot like a cybernetic mechanism. When you're flying a plane or planes anyways, they have a cybernetic mechanism called autopilot is what we would know it as. And autopilot really simply what it does is as the plane starts to drift off course, it redirects it back on the course. So it'll bring it back to the proper destination. So the plane can be off course and then bring it back. 
this is the exact same as your identity. Your identity is your cybernetic mechanism. Matter of fact, back, in, I believe, in the 60s, Maxwell Maltz, a famous plastic surgeon, wrote a book called Psycho-Cybernetics, all about this concept of your self-image or your identity, the controlling factor of who you think you actually are, which controls how you... Uh, how you habitually feel, how you habitually think, how you habitually act, and of course, ultimately, the kind of results that you produce. So I want to talk to you about building your identity, shaping your identity, and using this power that we do have to be congruent with it to create greater change and greater good in our lives. So your identity, we could spend a lot of time talking about how did you get there, but at the end of the day, uh, that may be for another episode, but the truth is it's not actually that important. You are where you are. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it may it would have had a lot to do with your upbringing, perhaps some of the life experiences that you've had, some things that you've done, maybe even close friends or whatever it is, but at the end of the day, you are where you are. What we want to talk about is changing it because I know and you know, I know if you're listening to this, there's a feeling inside of you that says, I know I'm capable of more. I know I can accomplish more. I know I can be doing more. I know I can be in better shape. I know I can be making more money. I know I can make it in my business. I know I can be a better mom. I know I can be a better dad, a better spouse, whatever it might be. So why am I not doing those things? Because I know those things. And odds are, if you're listening, you even know what you need to do, but perhaps you're struggling getting yourself to do what you know you need to do. That's your identity. Welcome to it. The most powerful force in the world is for you to be congruent with the way that you see yourself. Again, not the way things actually are, but the way that you see yourself. So how do we start to change, right? How do we really start to change? So your identity, as we've talked about, it's this controlling factor. I want to give you five tips to building and enhancing your identity. Because if you could change your identity, your internal thermostat or your internal cybernetic mechanism, this autopilot, right? It also works like the thermostat analogy. Perhaps you've heard it before, but a thermostat works in the sense that if the room is set, I'm in Canada, we use Celsius. So if the room's set at 21 degrees, well, if the room gets too hot, then it'll kick in the air conditioning to cool it back off. If the room gets too cold, it'll turn on the heaters to heat it back up. That's how your identity works too. So let's say you your identity is, it's your set point. It's, it's your internal thermostat of where you believe you should be. It's your destination that's programmed into the uh, the cybernetic mechanism of the plane, if you will. So let's lose your, you, use your body as an example. In your body, you've got an internal set point, internal identity of the way that you look, how much weight you should weigh, you know, the kind of body fat you should have, all that stuff. And so what starts to happen for most people, this is why diets, again, why they, they very rarely work is because they don't address the inside. There's only addressing something external. So you start eating differently. Maybe you're doing a calorie deficit or you're eating different foods and you actually start to lose weight. And diets do work in that sense that people do start to lose weight and they do it for maybe three weeks or four weeks or five weeks or six weeks, a couple months, maybe they lose a whole bunch of weight, but often people find themselves four or five, six months down the road back to their original weight. Why is that? It's because of this identity. This is how you start to then, all of a sudden this identity, this unconscious program starts to slowly creep back in. You say, oh, you know what? Today's okay if I have the cake today, it's not so bad. I'll just have a couple beers tonight. And it's slowly, it's quite insidious, but slowly starts to sneak in and you start making choices unconsciously that are going to bring you back to your original set point, bring you back to your weight. It's the same thing with our money life. Almost everybody has a set point of how much money should be in your bank account. Now you have a certain set point. For some people that's $0, some people that's an overdraft negative in their bank account. Some people might be 500, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, 100,000, but you have a set point you like to keep in your bank account. 
And no matter how much money you make, you'll notice that. And if you're, if, if you're honest with yourself, you'll notice that I always seem to be right around that set point. Maybe it's a thousand, 3000, whatever it is. That's your identity that keeps you there. So even if you come into a windfall of money, you'll find a way to get back to that set point. So this works in all areas of our life. It just does. So we know that it works. We know that we unconsciously produce our identity. What we want to talk about is raising your identity to a new level, because if you could raise your identity, if you could build your identity to a higher level, you can now unconsciously create more success in your life. So I'm going to give you five tips to building your identity. Number one, the first tip we're going to start with is you have to define what's the new identity that you want to create. What's the new you that you want? So if you want to change your financial life, as an example, you want to change your body, you want to change the way you show up in your relationships as a mom, as a dad, in your business, spiritual life, whatever it is, we have to define, get clear. Clarity is power. We got to define who do you want to be? What's this new identity that you want to create? And this is not a one-time process. This is an ongoing process. So how do you start to define it? Well, what I would do is this, real simple. This is, this is not complex. It just takes a little bit of mental energy and time. That's all that it takes. Get out your journal or get out a notepad, get a pen, and just write at the top, who do I want to be in these areas? And put the areas that are important to you. Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? So what kind of financial life do I want to create? Not necessarily the dollars I'm earning, per se. That could be part of it. But maybe you're a spender and you want to turn into a saver. Um, maybe, you know, maybe you've struggled with money and you want to be someone that always has money or you want to be in great shape, lean, tone, healthy, fit, full of energy. Maybe that's what it is. You want to be kind, loving, patient as a dad or as a mom, whatever it might be, but to actually take the time and define this new identity on paper. And I would write, excuse me, I would write it in present tense. I would write it as if it's already happened. This is who I am, not who I will be, not what I'm going to be in the future, not even I want this, but this is who I am. So define a new identity. Take the time to define it, write it down, and start to review it. Start to read it in the morning. Start to read it in the night. Man, if you read it out loud, there's even more power with that. If you start to visualize yourself being that person. And then once you've got this written out, there's going to be another step to this if we've defined it and you think about this identity of who is this person, you could then ask yourself the question, write it down. What's that person like? How do they walk? How do they talk? How do they dress? And then you start to take some actions on those things. Start to walk that way. Start to talk that way. Start to dress that way. I'll come back to that in a minute. But really defining this. So decide on what do you want the new identity to be? Okay. We, again, money's a great one because it's easy to measure, right? Maybe you're earning 80,000 a year, 100,000 a year at your job right now and or your business and you want to double your income. You want to make 150,000. You say, I have no idea how I can make 150,000. I don't even know how I get there. 200,000, no idea. Well, you would define it in a way. So you could very well have your new identity. My new identity is I'm a $200,000 a year earner. That could be a new identity. My new identity could be I'm 175 pounds, lean, toned, healthy, ripped, full of energy. That could be a new identity. A new identity could be, as we talked about, maybe in, in the realm of parenting, is I'm a kind, loving, patient, caring husband and father. That could be what it is. You define it. It's probably going to be, I don't know, no more than a paragraph, really. I mean, you probably don't need 10 pages of this stuff, but really work on an area that you want to improve in, create a little paragraph about it, and then you start to affirm it. You start to remind yourself of it. You're reading it. You're saying it. I have mine on the background of my phone. So I got little affirmations that remind me of the new identity that I'm creating, of not, not necessarily who I am today in this present reality, but who I'm creating and I'm deciding to be now because I know when I become that person, I will attract the success. Jim Rohn said a long, long time ago, success is not something you pursue. Success is something you attract by the person you become. 
So define your new identity. That's step one and review it. Number two, associations, associations, associations. You are who you spend time with. You are who you hang around. You're the average of the people that you spend time with. They say you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Hey, we become who we spend time with. We know this as parents. If you, if our kids are hanging out with kids that maybe have bad attitudes or bad behaviors, we don't want them to hang out because we know they're going to become more like them. As adults, we are no different than children. We have mirror neurons. We all do. Children have more of them, but we have mirror neurons. We become, we literally mirror neurons in our brain. They replicate behaviors, feelings, thought processes of the people that we spend time with. So you have to ask yourself, are the people I'm spending time with elevating my game? Are they lifting me up? Am I becoming a better version of me by the people I'm spending time with? And if that's not the case, you want to get some new associations in your life. You want to find some people that can elevate your game in the areas that matter to you. You want to be in better shape, start spending more time with people that are in better shape. You want to make more money, start getting around people that make more money, better business, get around people that have bigger businesses. There's a tendency to always hang out with people that make you comfortable. And usually people that make you comfortable, they're kind of at the same level in life as you. Because when you're around people that live life at a higher level, it's uncomfortable because you're not like them yet. And they'll do things. They have different habits, different ways of thinking, all that stuff that you don't have yet. And it can be quite uncomfortable. But man, getting around people that live life at a higher level, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. And if you're saying to yourself, Ben, it's COVID right now. Like we can't even spend time with many people right now. I get it. I totally get it. So here's ways you can elevate your associations. The number one way, by the way, the number one way, by the way, the best way is physical face-to-face. If I can be with somebody face-to-face, that is the number one way to elevate my association. But number two today, I mean, social media is a wonderful thing. I think that you can use it ineffectively. You can use it quite effectively. You can use it for good. You can use it for bad. I don't think you need to spend hours and hours and hours and hours on this stuff. But social media, the good news is there's a lot of really successful people in many different areas that share their thoughts, share some of their behaviors, that kind of stuff, you know, things that motivate them, they'll share it on social media. So that can be a way to indirectly associate with these people. Podcasts like you're listening to right now. Podcasts are an awesome way. Man, online courses. There's, I'm, I'm a big advocate of investing in yourself. I have invested a lot of money over the last almost 15 years into growing me. And it was hands down the best investment I've ever made. The courses that you can take and be around them. Maybe you can't be directly there with a Robin Sharma, or you're not going to maybe necessarily be the right in person with Tony Robbins or an Ed Milatch or any of these kind of people, a Lewis Howes or whoever it might be a Bob Proctor, a Steve Siebold, but you could buy their courses and you could spend time with their courses. You can get involved in that material and spend time with them every day that way. So associations, associations, associations. You become like the people you are around. Number three, this would, I guess, tie into a little bit of associations, but I wanted to give it its own subject. The books you're reading. Leaders are readers. The books you're reading. Almost all the successful people I know read a lot. Almost all of them. There's exceptions to it, but almost all of them do. Books are amazing because you can take someone that's got 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years life experience in that field, in business, in mindset, in wealth, in health, in speaking, in leadership, in the law of attraction, whatever it might be. And they'll consolidate all the best stuff that they've done and put it into a book. And for that week or that two weeks that you're reading that book, it's as if you're spending time with that person. It's amazing what you can gain from books. I am shocked, shocked. I'm in the business of coaching and training people, by the way, and I'm shocked how little people read at times. Reading is amazing. It's one of the best things you could ever do for your life. It is one of the greatest influences you could put into your life. As long as it's good material that you could put into your life, 
because it helps you think on a different frequency. It helps you think on a different wavelength. It puts you in a position to associate with those people in a different way. So if you're not reading every day, I would make that one of the number one habits you start to work on right away, right away to shape your identity. Read books of people that you want to be like. Get books and subjects that you want to get better at. You want to develop this new identity in the areas of whatever, wealth, uh, health, spirituality, whatever it is. Read books on those subjects. It's amazing. Fourth tip I want to give you in building your identity is the power of visualizing to see yourself already there. I posted something on Instagram earlier uh, with a little quiz on it. And, um, and, and it, said, it said this, build the habit of seeing yourself the way you want to be. And I asked, do you do this or, or not yet? And it was about 50-50. But if you don't do that right now, if you don't take time to visualize yourself already as the, the person you want to be, already as the man you want to be, already as the woman you want to be, already as the leader you want to be, the wealth that you want to have, the body that you want to have, the business that you want to have, uh, the way that you want to show up with your kids, see yourself already there. Visualizing, visualizing, visualizing. There's a, whole, there's a book on my shelf here called Your Invisible Power. It's a great book on the power of visualizing written in the early 1900s. Consolidated works of Thomas Troward, a great author of uh, really understanding how the mind works, but visualize. And hey, it, the, I mean, the easiest tip I can give you is real simple. Visualize morning and night. So when you get up in the morning, discipline yourself to have your first thought, visualizing the things that you want to have, the person you want to be. As you're falling asleep at night, see yourself being the person you want to be. If you want to change your identity, the power of visualization is the greatest power you have inside of you to shape, mold, and start to shift on the inside who you want to be. And the last tip I'm going to give you is this. In building your identity, tip number five is to act as if, act as if you were already that person. So you've defined it. You're working on spending more time with people like this. You're reading the kind of books that can help you. You're visualizing who you want to be. Now you've got to, boom, put it into action. Go start being that person. I mentioned earlier, walk the way you think that person would walk. Talk the way you think that person would talk. Make phone calls the way you think that person would make phone calls. Get to the gym you think that person would get to the gym. Treat your spouse the way you think that person would treat their spouse. Act as if you always have the choice. We don't always exercise the choice, but in every moment we do have a choice. You can choose a new behavior. You can choose a new plan of action. You can choose a new way of being. You might've been not the best dad up to this point. Maybe you lose your temper a little bit too much, but the next time you're about to lose your temper, notice it, pay attention, and then act as the patient dad. Act as the patient leader. Act as the encouraging one. Act as the one that builds people up rather than tears people down. Whatever it is you're looking to shape, act as if. Man, I'm telling you, if you work on these five things, it ain't going to happen overnight, but it is going to happen over time. You will become this new version of you. This will become your unconscious program. This will become your new identity. And when you build this as your new identity, your new self-image, the new way that you truly see yourself on the inside, not just you want to, but you see it in an unconscious way, watch out. Now you're going to create unconscious levels of success, success, health, happiness, wealth, prosperity, abundance that you've never seen before because you've created a new you on the inside. You've changed the internal thermostat. You've changed the cybernetic mechanism and you will automatically produce results in alignment because the most powerful force in the world is for you to be congruent with your identity. Raise your identity, raise your identity, raise your identity. Define who you want to be. Write it down and review it. Spend time with people that you want to be like. Get reading on the subjects and the areas that you want to succeed in your life. See yourself. Visualize yourself already there. Act as if. Take that action. Step up your work game. Step up the amount of action. I saw a great post from Bob Proctor the other day that said, 
Um, uh, taking action is never a bad idea, and I couldn't agree more. So level it up. Work on this stuff. It's a process. It's easier to not do it in the short term, but it ain't easier to not do it in the long term. Because if you don't do this, you'll never get the life that you want. And I think the greatest pain long term that I could ever imagine is not becoming who I knew I could have been. That is not something I'm willing to negotiate. I don't think you are either. Act on this now. Figure out what are you going to do from this podcast. Maybe write down those five steps. Work on it. Define that identity. Get started on it right away, immediately. And find yourself a little accountability partner if you need it. And as always, thank you for tuning in. I really mean it. I love doing this. It's been a lot of fun. We're coming up on a year of the podcast uh, in a couple months as the time of this episode. And again, I just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for the messages. It really does mean a lot. We're going to keep bringing phenomenal guests. We're going to keep bringing phenomenal value because we want to improve your life. We want to help you build this new identity. We want to help you create a whole new future. And I want to see your life change in meaningful ways. Thanks for listening. Please share the episode. Tag me. Send me a message. Connect with me on Instagram. I respond to all my Instagrams myself. I don't have a social media manager that way. I manage it all myself. Would love to connect with you there at Ben Spangle. Again, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all soon. Bye, everybody.